Welcome back to the Club Cool Podcast. It's Wednesday. I'm here in Austin, Texas. Bit of a scorcher. I'm your host, Barrett Dudley. And joining me in the studio, per usual, it's that boy, Rude Boy Phil. <laughs> What's going on, Rude Phil? Boy Phil, I didn't see that on the rundown. I like No, it. no, that's, I just came up with wow, that Wow, very yeah. good. Glad yeah. to be here. Happy to have you, man. How's everything going? Good, good. Um... Very good. It is a scorcher, but I'm still in black skinny jeans uh, for life. That's that's your mo. Yeah. I hope never change. <laughs> I'm in. I, I'm in the my my. It's basically like my summer beater fit. It's uh-huh. it is my go. It's my go to fit. Yeah. It is basically just the nine inch J Crew shorts. Yeah. Those are nine inch. Those are nine inch. Okay. Yeah. The nine inch J Crews are not as long as you think they're going to be. That's good to know. Because the seven inch J Crews are a lot shorter than you think they're yes. going to be. <laughs> Agreed. I bought. I was uh, so two years ago. I bought some of their. Um, I think they're called camp shorts. Yeah. Uh huh. And boy, are they short. Yeah. Yeah. So you I mean yeah? They're not seven inch. I think they're like six and a half. They might be. And the, they do- might oh, the be, dock short maybe. It could be the dock the short drawstring. Yeah. Uh huh. And they're like a, uh, like a utility. Twill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But all good stuff, man. This is like if I know I'm going to be sweating. Yeah. This is kind of the go to if I'm going to be moving around a lot. Got on just regular the Chuck seventies for the feet because mm-hmm. I know I might be scuffing some shit up. <laughs> I got to deal with the car. I don't know if you know this. Do you, uh, do you remember where Club Cool? You know where it meets. It's yeah. the intersection of of style and pop culture. Correct. It is not uh, stalled out on the side of Highway Two Ninety where I was on Monday morning. Man, was I sorry to see that? <laughs> Tell us in about the, it uh, in the nineteen ninety eight. Oh. ML320. I think we had this conversation a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, a couple weeks ago. About the car itself. So, all right. So, this is the car that I've been in for like a decade now, at least. I, I'm, I'm not going to... Yeah, something like that. I, mm-hmm. I, It's the car that I picked up about halfway through college. We got a good deal on it from a family friend that was basically upgrading to a newer ML. And uh, and and she's been she's been my baby since... It just so happens that now she's like 22, 23 years old. She was damn near vintage. Damn. And so along the way, it had some it did have some major mechanicals about 5, 6 years ago. But we've been on a really nice little run recently. Mm-hmm. We've had about 2, 2 and a half years with essentially nothing wrong with it. We shouldn't have even talked about it. <laughs> We're really screwing you. So down. for a, for a 98, this was kind of just a miracle. Yeah. And it was really, really nice not having a car note. But like I said, 98, it's got 215,000 miles on it. I was on my way to the studio, to the stude, that which we sit in right now (laughs) to record Monday mornings, oysters, clams, and cockles. And it just started lurching around, and it felt, it kind of felt like when you run out of gas Uh a little bit, but I had over half a tank, so I knew it wasn't the gas. And, you know, I tried, I pulled over. Tried to start it a bunch of times. It was wanting to roll, but there was just the gas couldn't get to the engine, basically. Oh, so there I am, Monday morning rush hour traffic over on the shoulder. Mm, on that's not where you want to be. And it's not fun. No. I was lo- I was luckily like I had a really good vantage point. I could see very clearly like everything coming from behind me and I could see forward as well. So I wasn't super nervous about getting clipped, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of nerve-wracking because 18-wheelers are just blowing by your door like 18 <laughs> inches away from it at 75 miles an hour. Uh, 
Um, What's the if somebody out there knows the protocol on what to do in that situation? I've always just felt like you sit in the car. You sit in the car. Is that you right? put your hazards on and you sit in that car. You don't get out. No. Okay. Because I would assume, like, if you get out and get away from the car, like f- far away, that I because no. okay in this situation, like if you can get it maybe to an off ramp, yes, then, then maybe you get out and you go down the off ramp and uh-huh. onto the side of the feeder road or something. Yeah. yeah. But in my, I was I was like halfway past an exit and halfway before an exit, Man. so I was stu- and and this was you know we're up on, we're up. Yeah, there's no. You're not walking. So anywhere. right. So for me in this situation, there's there's nowhere to go. Like if I get out of the car, I'm more likely to get hit than if I stay in it. Because mm-hmm. I like I said, it was I had pretty good visibility. Anyways, thank God for AAA, man. I it, that's just the best money that you can. Mm-hmm. spend i think i don't i'm not sure what i would have done without triple i guess i would have just had to call a towing service and Man. it would have cost 150 bucks or something to get it towed shout out triple a yeah so if you definitely if you're in an older whip mm-hmm. with no like i don't know the onstar thing some new cars have yeah. that or maybe you're under warranty and your dealership can come get it like but i triple a has been helpful so many different times they came and me. towed you or what they came and towed yeah yeah, they What's towed wrong it, with they it? towed it straight to the shop. Well, it turns out the fuel, fuel pump. the fuel pump. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a pretty common deal. Which is what the tow truck driver said that he guessed it was. Yeah. So we took it to the shop. It's down here, down the street at the the shop where I usually take it, and it is the fuel pump and the fuel relay and the fuel filter all mm-hmm. needs to be replaced. And I guess because this is some ancient vehicle at this point, and they don't make this fuel pump anymore, oh, I'm, I'm guessing here, but it's like almost two thousand dollars to fix. Wow. So, it's not getting fixed. No, you're totally. It is. It's on to hospice care, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. It's we're we're pulling the plug. We're not. Oh, we're not going to leave it on life man, support here. Yeah. So, R.I.P. to the old girl. And um, you know, it just it's got me thinking because now I'm going to have to get a new car. Yeah. Going to have to have a car note, car payment every month, which not looking forward to. You should have kept that uh, Tesla reservation. <laughs> Remember that? I do. I do. I wasn't going to be able to afford the Tesla <laughs> that I want, that I really, really wanted. But that kind of brings me to this point is, is, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, cars were very important to me. Uh-huh. And I think it's an age thing, but I also think it's a generational thing where like lifestyle is way more of a status symbol to us, I think, mm-hmm. than the car, like than, than a car that you drive. Yes. And I think it's also part of just like the urbanization of America as well. Like fewer people live in like people are moving closer to the cities, mm-hmm. using public transportation more. Mm-hmm. And I mean every obviously we're in Texas, so you still need a car to get around typically. Unfortunately. But it, it's I don't know. Like I don't I just don't really getting something super expensive doesn't even seem like it's not even on my radar it's not something that i like dream about anymore you know what i mean you're right though when i was much younger that was like you want a really nice car don't you yes because you can't you haven't owned a house you haven't been in any of those situations so that's the one thing you can grasp yeah 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 now uh i was telling ashley the other day like i would love to have an old land toyota land cruiser yeah you know like from the 90s sure and that's not a nice car. It's probably a death sentence for me. <laughs> they do hold their value really well, though. Yeah. I mean, like, reason- reasonably, but, reasonably well. I mean, the maintenance would be just a nightmare, I think. And it's, But it's it's Japanese. It's a Toyota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the maintenance is not, not going to be as bad as 
a German car. It's not, not. going to be as bad as a Mercedes or a BMW or something. My first car was an 87 Toyota 4Runner, and it ran beautifully until yeah. the day we sold it. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to tell you, so my all-time favorite car, like give me give me an unlimited budget and yeah. what I'm going straight to the dealership to buy today. Hold on, can I guess? Yeah. This is an older car, right? No. It's not. No, I'm, I, if, if, if I have an unlimited budget, I'm going straight to You're a dealership. You're going to the Mercedes dealership for the G-Wagon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's and, – and it's – and unfortunately, I feel like G-Wagons have become a little bit too popular in, like, celebrity circles. Yeah. I feel like they've usurped the Range Rover as the luxury SUV of choice, uh-huh. which is kind of a bummer. It because is. Because, like, y'all just keep the Range Rover. Let me get the – let me have the G-Wagon <laughs> as, like, as more of the – as more of, like, the alternative choice. Yes. You know what I mean? It's kind of like when you were it's it's the same thing as when you were into an indie band mm-hmm. and then they become mainstream. And you're like, "Eh." And it kind of that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But get the vintage G-Wagon. Now that is a little more niche. Yes, but still totally like that's a car that if you want a vintage G-Wagon, that's still 40 or $50,000. Mm, yeah. And then you're and then you are really going to be dealing with some expensive ass maintenance. <laughs> like you think my 98 ML, if you think the parts for that are yeah. expensive, wait till you get your hands on like a 95G. Well, we need the cool kids um on Patreon to really step it up so you can get that <laughs> vintage G-Wagon. <laughs> Yeah, I'll put that as the new goal. Yes. I'll I'll, put, I'll well, first goal get Phil paid, second uh-huh. goal G-Wagon. Vintage G-Wagon. But, dude, okay. So there is a car in my, in, at, at my apartment complex that is absolutely gorgeous. And I never, ever, ever thought that this car would, like, shoot to the top of my list. And it's still out of my price range, so it's, it's not going to happen this go-round. But it, it's, like, a top five car for me now, and it is a Volvo XC90. Yeah, they're beautiful. It is gorgeous, yes. dude. Yeah. I mean, stunning. They've done a really good job with the whole line. Yeah. All of the, all of the new Volvos. Again, I wouldn't mind an old Volvo station wagon. Now that's been overplayed too, but I like those. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, the new Volvos are, are sick. I like they're very sleek. Um, I think they're a good car. I don't know. I've never owned one. They're supposed to be pretty good. Like they're they they their their legacy, kind of their heritage, is that it's one of the safest yeah. makes out yeah. there. Yeah. But anyways, it's just really funny. Like you're a kid and you're like, man, I'm gonna be driving that two door. Two-door yeah. coupe, yeah. Ferrari. Uh-huh. Ferrari, yeah. Or maybe at one point at one point, I really wanted a Toyota a Toyota Celica and ah. then just like souped up to shit. Toyota like, Supra. So, uh, yeah, a Supra, spoiler, <laughs> body kit, neons. I, st- yeah, I still love the Fast and the Furious. Uh, but, <laughs> it's a great <laughs> franchise. But after one and two, like that is what – I was looking at Scions. I really wanted a Scion, a Scion TC. Oh, And then I just, no. you know, soup, soup the hell out of it. I don't even know. I, don't, I think Scion may have, uh, may have folded. Also a Toyota. N- not sure that – yeah, it was – yeah. But I don't know if they're making new ones of those anymore. I have no clue. So yeah, maybe I'll look for an, af- for an aftermarket. Aftermarket Scion. S- Scion. Yeah. Or, or a Saturn. <laughs> I know they don't make those. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so we'll see, man. It, it'll be a journey. Got to find a new ride here, probably in about three, four weeks. Going to be on those scooters until I'm going to I'm going to be carpooling and sh- and and ride sharing and mm-hmm. scooting and Uber biking. Dude, have you been on one of these Uber bikes? No, I have not. They 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 zoom. That's what I've heard. They've got the pickup. They've mm-hmm. got the horses in the back, if you will. <laughs> man, millennial trash. <laughs> But I rode one of those yesterday from from work uh-huh. to the gym, 
and man, it, it I, I was zipping along. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. So okay, yeah. That's yeah. New office isn't yeah, that far. Yeah, Clarksville to to downtown Lifetime, mm-hmm. so it's you know pretty short. Anyways, let's see what else we got today, Phil. Today we are going to talk about some more style stuff. Time to time to end the car conversation. Talk about some style stuff. Going to talk about our least favorite parts of mm. menswear culture. This was a question that I had from uh, from from one of the, the calls for questions in the Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. It's been one that I've held on to. I thought it was a good one though. And then we're going to talk about some summer sneaker stuff, sneakers and sandals. Ah, had some questions about sandals. Okay. So it's going to be fun. And who wants to have some fun? I do. <laughs> like you really mean it. Guys, in addition to style, sometimes we also talk about like grooming things, keeping your keeping your, your body and your health right. Do you know what the best beauty product of all is? What's that? It's good sleep. Oh, of course. <laughs> Gotta have that. And do you know what the key ingredient to the best beauty rest is? It's the right mattress. Mm-hmm. Talking about Lisa. That's the right mattress. They've got two awesome versions to choose from. They've also got accessories, pillows, blankets, all the bases that you could need for better, deeper rest. There's the all-foam Lisa mattress, new and improved. It's got that cooling LSA 200 foam for enhanced pressure relief for side sleepers. Or check out the hybrid mattress, formerly known as the Sapira. It's the perfect combination of foam and spring technology for pressure relief and edge-to-edge support. That is what I have And it is glorious, might I say. I also love Lisa because they've got a mission to provide a better night's sleep for everybody. They've had this from day one. They set out to create a company with heart. And that's why they donate one mattress for every 10 that they sell. Through all sorts of good organizations that that donate mattresses to great causes. And to date, they've donated more than 32,000 mattresses through more than 1,000 different nonprofits, which is awesome. So check out Lisa Mattresses. Go to lisa.com slash cool, L-E-E-S-A dot com slash cool, and use promo code cool. You're going to get 15% off your entire order. Blankets, pillows, the mattresses, whatever you need to get that awesome night's rest, go to lisa.com slash cool. Use promo code cool for 15% off your entire order. All right, Phil, we're back, and uh, let's start with the with the question that I that I led with. What is your least favorite part of menswear culture? That was the question. That was the prompt from one of our listeners. What you got? What did you immediately think of when I said this? Immediately, I go to. <clears throat> I have a better answer, but immediately my head goes straight to. Um, just the hype culture and just how everybody gravitates towards. Yeah, one thing and just kind of runs it into the ground. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the obvious kind of answer. That was my first reaction as well. That's immediately what I think of is just the kind of hype based hive mind. Yeah, of groupthink that makes certain things cool. Essentially, yeah. things that shouldn't be cool. Yeah, all of a sudden are the coolest. Right. Per- I mean, according to yeah this sort certain crowd. So it's like the fact that certain sneakers are literally sought after and talked in and talked about in terms of what can I flip these for? Yeah. Like if you jump on some of these Instagram accounts that maybe pop up in your Explore feed that are dedicated to 
not really just like sneakers, but the buying and reselling of sneakers. Like that's that's the rhetoric around it is like, oh hey, are these gonna be are these gonna be sellable? That's what people will will, will ask regarding a new drop. Yeah, and like still I, I know you and I do this, but like whenever I'm looking at some sort of either clothing or, or footwear or socks, hats, whatever. The first thing that I think about is what can I wear this with while I look like a dweeb in this? Mm -hmm. Not how much can I get for it? Right. If I resell it. Yeah. And yeah, that's, I mean, absolutely. Like I'm never approaching anything that I want to buy when it comes to like style and clothing. I mean, that's never what I'm leading with. Oh shit, if I get those, I could could resell. Mm -hmm. Now at the same time, even though this was like my first reaction, I'm also kind of a part of the problem for sure sometimes <laughs> we're absolutely part of the problem so it's so it's it's hard for me to really like like totally you know speak ill of this part of it because i realize that not only do i contribute it contribute to it but it is sometimes the driving factor behind the desirability of a pair of shoes or a piece of clothing mm-hmm. or whatever whatever it might be so it's like you know the the and and I so I tried for two pairs of sneakers earlier this week. I tr- I attempted the or I guess on starting Saturday. I went after the Travis Scott Air Jordan ones. Same. And then on Monday or Tuesday, I went after that Vapor Max that released. It was a, oh, it was a women's Vapor Max that they oh, were no. selling in like pretty like but this was obviously it was a women's shoe uh-huh. that was clearly marketed marketed towards everybody yeah, and it was yeah, a big yeah. hype buy for dudes was it well. the cactus market thing yes it was i think so the smiley face on the back yes those are cool yeah they were they're awesome they were women's they were women's really yeah and yeah it was the cactus plant flea market ones mm-hmm. um cactus market i don't know what i'm talking about and they've got the they they have like the electric green like yeah. piping yeah. on the outside of one shoe uh-huh. and then on like the the lateral side of one shoe and then the medial side of the other so they're kind of asymmetric they're as cool. well they're really really cool like Frank Ocean was wearing them like a bunch of like and you know I I guess it's always hard to distinguish whether or not I actually would have been into this shoe had I not had it not been presented to to me in such a hyped up way right. And so I try. Yeah. I try to think about that. Like I, I, I'm, I think the details of this shoe make it really, really cool. Mm-hmm. If it were a two hundred and fifty dollars shoe that wasn't hyped at all, would I have gone and tried to buy it? I don't know. It's hard to answer that question. Is that what it retailed for? Two fifty. Wow. Yeah, and they still like were yeah. impossible to get. I did. I did not snag a pair. The other part of this is with the Travis Scott AJ One, for example. If I had gotten it. I'm probably going to resell it. You would have. Yeah, because there's there's a threshold there where it's too hard to ignore. Yeah. That's a, that was a $190 shoe, the what Travis the, the Jordan 1 and they're reselling for $800. Man. Like that's that's that is that is starting to push my limit of like where well wouldn't I kind of be an idiot not to resell yeah, these. Yeah, right, right. You know what I mean? Right. Like if somebody is willing to pay four times what you paid for something then then why wouldn't you let them pay pay that yeah you know what i mean unless you just really like the shoe and want to wear it 
I know, and I, and I do. I really, really like that Travis Scott Air Jordan 1. I would love to wear a pair. But but that's the part of, of the reselling that I know I succumb to sometimes is if I hit like on a pair that is reselling for dumbass money, then there's a chance that I'm going to give it back to the resale market. Absolutely. And back when the the Yeezy Zebras first came, the first drop, mm-hmm. I got lucky and got a pair and I immediately sold them because it was too hard to ignore. Yeah. And then you feel like a genius when they end up less than a year later rerunning them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you could buy them again if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Now these Travis Scotts, I doubt that they do anything like that. I mean, maybe. They don't typically reissue stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you never know. Anyways, so I, with the resale and the hype, it, it's kind of like sometimes you just got to embrace it a little bit. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have have to lean in and understand that a lot of things in life go like this. Like the more desirable other people think something is, yeah, that's just that's part of the panache of something, if you will. That is that that's what you know. Like people want Teslas. That's part of why Teslas are cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I was I tried to like twist this a little bit and think of a different answer, um, and kind of what I landed on is is basically an offshoot of this, and it's something that I've kind of talked about talked about before, but it's really it's it's the hype culture as it translates to Instagram in particular that I think is my least favorite part, and like I really cannot stand like the the all the Instagram accounts that do like Yeezy's stepping on a pair of oh Nikes. Oh god, that's so lame. Or then the Balenciaga Triple S like stepping on a pair of Yeezys. <laughs> and that type of that type of mindset. Or eating like, cereal out of these shoes and stupid shit like The that. stuff that is just flex like it's the hype based like flexing for no other purpose than hype flexing. Yeah. Because that's that's the part where I where I think that I'm above it. Is basically because if I do get something hype, if I do get something cool, and I do wear it, like I like it still. Uh-huh. I'm not just wearing it around because so that I can post me on Instagram st- like stomping on another hyped item. <laughs> um, Man, I would love to see you do that. Or just the the fact that like that that some of the, a lot of the men's Instagram accounts are just let me pile on a bunch of Supreme yeah. and Dior or whatever like the most the waviest most like you know. Whatever, whatever, like the culture says is the most hype shit. Right. Like piling all that on makes an outfit. Like little Uzi, and especially Lil especially Uzi, when you me. compare that to the women's realm of fashion, where there's that doesn't exist. You're right. Like women aren't like cl- cl- clamoring over like, oh shit, did you see that dress that job- dropped at Nordstrom? Yeah. Go 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 go! I know the stuff that they reselling on Poshmark for triple. Whenever you see like girls <laughs> on Instagram wearing a bunch of hype shit, it's all men's stuff. Yeah, right. So I just like I, I, it's kind of I'm kind of envious of the fact that they have more opportunity to that, that like that women in Instagram that there's that there's more out there than just this the 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 hype based stuff basically. Yeah, yeah. Like they are more that there's more there's just more. Uh, more options out there, more yeah. variety in the women's realm about what different chicks are are, are wearing and right. and and well, how they are doing their quote unquote influencing, if you will. You should start uh, cross dressing. You know, now that I have that photo of you 
um, with the Snapchat filter as a as a girl. The Snapchat filter, maybe I'm gl- maybe now I'm glad I didn't delete Snapchat off my phone. I know it's back, baby. Because that looks because that one looks pretty fun. Oh, it's back <laughs> in a big way. I'll be posting. <laughs> what else did you have to add to this, Phil? Did you did you think of anything else? No, I mean other than like, you know what just. Being that I'm so like stuck in my lane, mm. I like to I like to venture off and and swerve out a little bit sometimes. Sure, sure. And it's becoming increasingly more difficult to do that because of the stuff that I like is going away. You know, a lot of the essential mm. like just which is boring stuff. I know for a lot of people, but it's it is my lane, and I like to stay in it for the most part. But but it doesn't have to go away for you. I know, but it's not getting updated. Hmm. You know what I mean? Sure, um, sure. It's not getting updated. A lot of the stuff that I love now is vintage stuff, vintage hmm. tees, yeah. and that's yeah. impossible to come by. You have to get lucky. Um, but, yeah, that's mainly it. I mean, I, it is – it's tough. I think that this is going to, to die down, though, I hope, at least. Hmm. Um, I think that you can only ride this way for so long. But now that, like, the high-end brands have gotten into the streetwear game, like, Gucci and Louis Vuitton and, and even Burberry. Sure. Um, it is a little scary because uh, – but it, it, one thing I do appreciate about the whole thing is that it's it's not as serious anymore, fashion. Right. I, I really can't stand like um, like there's just one way to dress and it's like, you know, this is it. This yeah. is the definitive way you're going to be dressing. No, fuck yes. that. There's a million ways to do it. And now that streetwear has become what it has become, I think it's it's cool in that it's become it's relaxed the whole fashion industry a bit. It has, you know, yeah. people are fucking wearing um, sweatpants down runways. <laughs> when did you ever? I mean, like that's great. I love it. Yeah, and and I like that you flipped this on its head. That is the the flip side kind of of this is that anything goes anything at this goes. point yeah. and you really can just like kind of do whatever you want and ride your own way of and that's the way it, it should be in yeah. my opinion and i think that's the way that most you know people that are high up in fashion would like to see it go it's just everybody creating yeah yeah um i'm gonna throw one last thing i do not like and i've again i'm i, I hope i don't sound like a broken record because i know that some of this is, is stuff that i've mentioned before but the way too tight clothing on way too jacked dudes Holy shit. is another thing that is my least favorite. Part. Can't have it, <laughs> dude. Can't have it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that about covers it on our on our least favorite parts about menswear culture. Tell us what y'all think, though. I'd love to hear what yes the cool kids have to say about this. And guess what? We have a great community for discussing stuff like this as well. Now, it's our Patreon account. www.patreon.com slash club cool. What I encourage you to do is go check it out. And and, I mean, honestly, just join and and add to the community. It's $2 a month right now. It is a a very, very, very small commitment. And I think that we're going to be able to establish something pretty cool here. I posted a note on there today. If you're not sold yet, I don't know if you know this about Patreon, but you can follow Patreon accounts without actually becoming a patron of that account. Mm-hmm. So if you just want to, if you're if you're hesitating and you just kind of want to see what happens, then just just go go follow it for now, and then maybe make a decision later. But what's going on here is there's a community page, and so while I'm not offering 
distinct benefits right this second. They're coming. They're just not a bit, They're just they're not fully fleshed out yet. Mm-hmm. What you can do is is what and what I'm looking forward to is this is the community page because I had a guy. His name's Casey. He posted just a you know a question basically. Kill shots, blue, red, or green. And he's like, you know, the new the new green is a new colorway for the kill shots. He said it looks crisp. And not only was I able to offer my input, but now anybody that's a member of the Patreon yeah. can jump in there and like chime in and get and give their and give their piece as well, which is awesome because a lot of what a lot of how I interact with with y'all, the listeners, is just like through my Instagram DMs. And you'll you'll say, Hey, I need suggestions for this. What are some good sneakers for this? Got a wedding coming up. I want to wear this suit. What type of shirt would go with that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm happy to answer those as best as 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 best and as quickly as I can. But with this Patreon community, you're basically going to be talking to a bunch of other people that care about the same stuff. Like-minded so, individuals. Yeah. So not only can not only can can I jump in there and and give you my two cents, but so can other people. And so like I. I you know, I, I said what I thought about the kill shots and then Josh jumped in and he gave his opinion too. And like, I hope that stuff like that really continues to roll on the Patreon. And there's other spots for this. There's Style Forum and there's Reddit, but overwhelming, oh, you know, God. like this is like a small little tight knit community and you're, you're, no matter what you're going to, you'll, you'll no be trolls. able to hear from, yeah, no trolls. You'll be able to hear from me. You'll be able to hear from, from the other people that, that listen to the podcast. And I think that's going to be pretty dope. So I may troll every once in a while. I think you should, but I think that your that your two bucks a month is is going to be worth it for the community alone, and you know I'll start fostering some more of that as well. Start start showing you some things that I'm thinking about, and mm-hmm. um, and you know hopefully hopefully start some good dialogues and and some good discussions. So check it out. That's p a t r e o n dot com patreon dot com slash club cool, and uh, and you can help help support this podcast. Yeah. I'm in. All righty. So the next thing that we're going to talk about, I, and I actually think this is something that I that I might play around with on the Patreon. Had some requests about and some questions about best shoes for summer, summer sneakers, mm-hmm. and then what I thought about uh, sandals as well. So I was trying to think, trying to think of like some some new interesting things that I could say about summer sneakers because for the most like. It's been two, three years, and I'm constantly suggesting the same kind of stuff. You know, like get some Vans Eras, <laughs> slip ons, Jack Purcells, Converse Chuck Seventies. Yeah. Like, check out Supergas. Like, you know, there's kind of the 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 base level stuff that's kind of that's kind of always there and all, always available. So what I I thought I'd start by giving you a couple of reviews on a couple of shoes that I that I tried recently. Now I di- I kind of already did these on the Club Cool Pod Instagram stories. But why not rehash them on the podcast? Mm-hmm. So the Donald Glover times Adidas stuff came out a few weeks back. There were three pairs. I posted uh, originally the pair that I that I liked the best was the were the ones called the Lacom, which kind of had the greenish oh, laces. Right, right. All of you guys seem to like the Nizzas best. Which that, ones were those? That's and I, I just said that word out loud, and I hope that I, I hope that I'm saying it right. <laughs> <laughs> I Nizza. hope you are too. Misa, Nizza, N I Z Z A. Yeah, close enough. They were like they were like the little more low profile ones. They had the the they were all kind of off white. Is that the, the ones you got? No, kind of had the rubber around the okay. the toe box, yeah. like the fatter piece of rubber. Yeah. And then the Lacoms were more of a 
just looked a little bit more like a regular kind of plimsoll style sneaker, uh-huh. if that makes sense. You can look them up. Okay. But I I let you guys talk me into the Nitsas, but then when I went on there to buy them, they sold out. That was the first pair to sell out. Oh, interesting. So I didn't grab those. So I I, I went with my with what had been my my kind of original first choice, which was the the Lacoms. Mm-hmm. I got no idea how to say any of these names now that I'm Damn. thinking about it, Phil. Very rare to have Barrett stumped on pronunciation. Because it, so there was the Nizza. I'm calling it the Nizza from now on. Rhymes with pizza because it's spelled like that. N i z z a. Yeah. And then the the one that I that I bought that I'm trying to say is L a c o m b e. Lacomb is is what I'm. Yeah, close enough. Lacomb. I don't know. That's what I ended up with, though. Ah, the Nitsas. I'm looking now. Very cool. Yeah. So that's what everybody said that they liked the best is the Nitsas. Yeah. And I, I, ca- I think I came around on that. I think that that was the best, the mm-hmm. best pair. Mm-hmm. And then there was the Continentals, which I wasn't that into, and the Lacoms, which I thought looked really good. Mm-hmm. So I ended up grabbing a pair of those. I got them. They were almost immediate sendbacks. Uh huh. Something they had some cool details. I liked the loose threading and the lacing is they really co- cool. The lacing is really cool, and it comes with two extra pair of laces if you don't like those green ones. But I, and I'm trying to think about how to say this. Imagine that you're on an island vacation, and you pop into a little shop, uh-huh. selling like some kind of handmade lightweight sneakers. That's what these felt like. As in cheap, is uh, what you're trying to say. Y- yeah, in a way, but really just more so that they were, they had no heft whatsoever. Yeah. And, the, and, and less cheap and more just like Spartan, I guess I would say. You know, very, very simple construction. Uh, is it all recycled material? It, it has might, to be. Okay, it might be. Maybe that's part of this. Uh-huh. It, anyway, it had no heft. They were very much like, I thought about it, and they, they're very fitting of Donald Glover. Like, have you ever seen what he wears to perform? He's always in like yeah. in like a very breezy shirt, sometimes no shirt, right? And then like really There's, short shorts, yeah. And then like a pair of just like thrashed sneakers. Uh-huh. So I could imagine doing that in these. Like they would, they could be good at festivals. They could be good on like a beach vacation. It's just like a pair of shoes that you can just like wreck, and they're super lightweight, and they don't matter. And you, they're just they're they 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 were beaters, yeah. But they were too, they just felt too dainty on my feet. I typically gravitate towards sneakers that have a little bit more substance. I got you. I guess. Yeah. I kind of like a little bit of weight in a sneaker. They look to me like Stan Smiths that have like been run through the uh, dryer like a hundred times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're made of canvas, uh-huh. which is which again adds to this. Yeah. So I, they just, you know, they 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 were kind of this off whitish colorway too that was like a little too yellow. Mm-hmm. And they just they just weren't for me, man. But if any of y'all out there ended up with a pair of the Nitsas or the Continentals, I'd be really interested to hear what your reaction to them was. Yeah. All right. Second pair I tried was the Blazer Mid 77 from the baseball pack that Nike just did. Yeah. So, so this was the So I, I have the 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 from the original drop, the Pacific Blues. In the white that have like yep. the gray tips around the toe box, which I really, really, really like. I thought these looked clean as hell. I liked the colors; they looked nice, so I ordered them. Mm-hmm. They also went back. Yeah, when you show, when you posted that photo of them, I, I I can see why you sent them back. They were. I was not into that. Okay, y'all know that if you've if you've hung out for a while, you know that I don't love sneakers that are all white. 
I like a little bit of contrast here and there to mess with things. And I thought when I ordered these that these were going to be more of like that Nike sale colorway. But when they came in, they're pretty, They and they are, but they're, they're just more white than I thought they would be. And like the little pieces around the toe and the midsole where on my Pacific Blues is like a gray suede, which adds really, really nice contrast that I love. It's just all white. And then you've got that big obsidian navy satin stripe with the red piping. And like they were just, dude, I think what they were based on is the is like the vintage Chicago White Sox uniforms. Um and they just they looked baseball-y. Like they looked like yeah. a pair of baseball cleats. <laughs> they were bit I mean, and being that stark white, they looked much bigger than they, what yes. They were. That's another one of my issues with like all that yeah. white. Mid top and all white on the bottom. They just they weren't gonna be, they weren't gonna be exactly what I wanted. And you already have. I, th- I some still think they look. Right? Yeah, I got. I have the Pacific blue ones that I'm talking about, okay. like with the blue with the blue check from the yeah, original drop. I got you. And I just re- I liked those a lot. I like those a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I I think I I mentioned on Twitter at one point like when the black and white version of those dropped, I almost grabbed the, that those because cool. I really really like. But them. you you would have probably sent them back if they're all white like that. They will no because they're more like the blue ones in that they have the gray suede pieces near the toe. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. All right. Which is just enough to like. Man, set them off. Yeah. Anyways, these blazers, the red, the navy and red ones, they've got some awesome details. Like the little baseball stitching mm-hmm. on the uh, on the tag on the tongue is really really cool. I think they can work for some people. They just weren't what what I was after. What did those retail for? A hundred, I think. Okay. Maybe yeah, I think it was a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was one ten. Not sure. Right in right in that range. Yeah. So both of those went back, which is always fun. You know, money saved. Yeah, honestly, sometimes feels better than keeping something when you're Free like, eh, I don't like it. Free returns, man. Yeah, exactly. So now I'm thinking about what else is out there. What what else can I can I tell you all about? What am I going to be looking at? Here's my number one right now. Mm. On Nike.com, mm-hmm. you can build your own blazers. I didn't know that. And you can do lows or the mids. I didn't know that. And I've very really, interesting. I've really and obviously. Lows make more sense, I think, for summer in general, especially if you're going to be wearing them around with shorts. And I've been playing around with a bunch of designs on making my own blazer lows. This is another thing that we're going to do on the Patreon community. Mm -hmm. I want you guys to design some blazer lows, screen grab, and post on the community. Like, let me see your best design of the blazer lows. I'll I'll show you what I've been thinking of. Mine are kind of boring. We're working with Nike right now to release a Club Cool version. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and announce that now. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nike loves working with tiny podcasts. <laughs> so we were right in their wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, so be looking for that. <laughs> um, but check that out. And you can do them you, they, w- with the lows right now. You can do canvas. You can do leather. You can do suede. So you can really play around with it and kind of make something that's your own. And, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's dope. I really, really like the Blazer lows. So I think that's an awesome pair for summer. 95 bucks to build your own colorway is like wow, a pretty is a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. And uh and yeah, that I I I highly suggest that. I also it's been raining a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly kind of on the hunt for a go-to shoe that I don't care about screwing up. Yeah. Because and I'm wearing like Chuck 70s right now. And I like I like those. They're good for that and I I I choose them for that reason a, a lot. But sometimes I want something like just like a little bit a little less vintagey, yeah. A little more modern, I guess. 
And so another thing that I've been looking at is is some of the Nike ACG stuff. Yeah. The all conditions mm-hmm. gear sneakers. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I, I dude, I'm a sucker for a shoe that looks tight and that I don't have to worry about like getting rained on or mm-hmm. scuffing up or like you know, taking the like I, I want to be able to walk through grass. Yeah. And damn a, it. You know what I mean? So there's like the React Terra Gobe, there's the Wildwood. Now what do uh, these I, run? They typically are a little bit more expensive, right? Yeah, like like they usually, I think the Wildwood is 110, 120. Oh, no. I was thinking more like 200. That's, no, that's no, not no. bad. All right. And then, uh, and then the React Terra Gobies are like 160. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, those, those, the React Terras, they look a little chunky for summer, uh-huh. but I still like them. Yeah. I still think that, like, maybe not for sweltering 105 degree heat, but, you know. The kind of more mild summer days. There's I, a I, use for them. I think you could you could get away with them. Uh, if you've been paying attention to the Instagram, then you know I'm a big fan of the Solomon S Lab yeah. stuff as Don't well. Don't you already have a pair of those? I do have a pair of those. Yeah, they are mostly black though. Yeah, which I don't love with shorts and for summer. Mm-hmm. So I've been peeping other colorways. Now those are more expensive, typically more like 200 bucks. Yeah, those are like which. proper hiking shoes. Yeah, right? and they're really. I mean, that is like a serious ass trail or hiking shoe if you want it to be as well. Mm-hmm. But. They're obviously leaning into this to the fashion stuff as well currently. Um, there's a new silo- a relatively new silhouette from Adidas called the Night Jogger, which I Those think looks cool. awesome. And they're releasing like millions of them, tons of, of badass colorways. Yeah. I mean, you can pretty much like like a dozen at least. Yeah. So whatever you're looking for, that's a really really nice one. Everlane just released a new sneaker line called Tread, hmm. and their first sneaker is a kind of like a runner. But it's a monochromatic runner. So whatever color you choose, navy, gray, blush, like the whole thing is one color. Uh, they're interesting, though. They look kind of cool. I like the gray and the glacier, and they're 90 bucks. Nice. So if you kind of like that runner silhouette, if you're into like a, you know, the the Common Projects track sneaker or even like a Yeezy Wave Runner or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of, mm-hmm. that, that, that runner silhouette, 90 bucks. You can try Everlane's. Air Max 1. Always a good choice. Now, this is an, this next brand is one that I think you and Ashley have some experience with. Veja, yeah, yeah she does. V e j a. They do awesome stuff that looks like the minimalist designer leather sneakers from brands like Common Projects, mm-hmm. and they're under two hundred bucks. Yeah, usually like one twenty, one thirty, one fifty. High quality too. And they are out of Brazil. And sustainable. They use they use a lot of sustainable materials for these as well. We like that. So we like that here. A um, couple of new colorways just released to the Jack Purcell. There's a new Vans era called the Comfy Kush, which has like some nubby suede on it that I really like. Anyway, that's 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 enough of me listing shoes on this podcast. <laughs> that's what we're here for. But again, but I'll I'll post these links up to uh, to the clubcoolpod.com. I'll let you know on Instagram when I've posted them. Mm-hmm. And then jump on that Patreon, man. And, and you know, let's have a conversation about this. And we can post photos of our best designs of, uh, of the Build Your Own Blazers. Yeah. You got anything to add to these summer sneaks? Yeah. You know, I was just going to add what I'm really eyeing right now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And won't be pulling any trig until um, the income situation is adjusted. Sure, sure. However, um, number one for me is I need... Um, need this would be a need, not a want. I need a new pair of everyday runners, but I like 
ultra boost a lot. I've, that's what I have right now. Now, and, do you mean to run in? Yes. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people hate on ultra boost for running, but I really think they're very comfortable. Uh, and they're constantly releasing new colorways, so I'm like, they are. I don't know what to do. It's it's overwhelming. And you know, I feel like now you can get a lot of those ultra boost colorways on sale. Yes, and Farfetch has a bunch on sale right now. Actually, I was going to mention that. Yeah. And um, sale season is starting, baby. Farfetch yes. just dropped. Um, we we didn't talk about John Elliott's flash sale, by the way. We did not. That kind of it kind of happened in like an awkward period because man, it, it's st- I don't even think they notified about it until after we were done last week, yeah. and now it's over. It was I over was last so night. So tempted. What what did you what you almost go? go I for? almost well, they had a jacket on there that was really dope. It was a full zip like fleece. Um, had some nylon on it that I had I hadn't seen until then, and then a lot of the denim I was always tempted to get. So for on this particular flash sale, the denim was super super tempting. Super cheap compared to what and, it retails for. Yeah, they when they did the flash sale on the denim, it was like 150 bucks a pair. Yeah, and that's a that I, like a couple uh, one of you guys hit me up about it, and I I told like that's worth every penny for a pair of J. Absolutely, denim. and he does free returns now, unless that was final sale. Those no, that was it was all final sale. Oh really? Yes. Interesting. So that was man. I, there was a pair called the Cody that I really 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 mm-hmm. wanted, mm-hmm. and it's just like you know what you know what actually stopped me is the cast two is such a slim denim that they're kind of hard to wear in the summer yeah because they yeah. there's because they they will they will you'll sweat in those uh-huh and the crotch is pretty tight yeah and so I was like god like do I want do I need another light pair of skinny jeans and I was like probably <laughs> you can always but, make room but I can always make room but I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be responsible here so I, I didn't actually buy anything from, uh, I from was the tempted. John Elliott flash sale but it was um, a good one I'm I'm definitely Obviously, sale season. I live for sale season. Oh, so I, I, fuck. you better believe it. I'm, I'm sure. Surely, we'll end up with something here in the next couple weeks. Some, some new cops. I'm, I, that, don't, I don't doubt it. That's what I'm looking for. I'm also looking for Golden Goose um, Francies, which are the high tops. Uh huh. Have to be on sale, of course. And then same goes for Common Projects. I, I need a pair of. Actually, I know exactly what pair it is. It's their black derbies. Oh yeah, yeah, the derby shines. Just so I can have something that's not so sneakery yeah you know yeah. but those have to go on sale those would those would be those are like a perfect business casual yes. flex uh-huh like i'm business casual but i'm but i'm stylish that's right yeah look at the fucking digits on the side of this shoe <laughs> that's you true. see those gold digits <laughs> you know yeah uh so yeah and then lastly i would love a pair of um react 87s from nike well they got they got them I know, but I want something. You waiting for a better colorway? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, man, if they could do build, if they would do build Woo! your own eighty sevens, that that's w- coming. That it's would be got fun. To go. I mean, they're gonna do the the ones that aren't translucent. Let you build those. Oh, you can already do that. You uh-huh. can build your own fifty fives. Okay. Yeah, well, just then. not eighty sevens. Still a cool shoe. You could probably make us some dope colorways with the fifty fives. I'm sure you could, but we want the translucent. We do want. We want the translucents. That's mm-hmm. true. All right, let's talk about let, let's flip it a little bit. Let's flip flop it a little bit. Oh, <laughs> got him! Wow, we specialize in segues here. <laughs> uh, let's talk about sandals. Let Let me just start by reiterating my my stance on flip flops. Please do. I don't wear flip flops unless I'm walking the dog late at night or I'm going to a pool, lake, beach, or some other body of water. Uh-huh. You just don't. Uh, you're not going to catch me in the flops. And I realize like. So I just, 
I, I started at Howler, and we were we were, I was hanging out with some of the guys there, and they asked me, I think because they know that I like am, am into you know all sorts of style and stuff, and I said they said like what you know what's your take on on sandals on flip flops, and I was and I told them I was like yeah. I don't wear them unless I'm going to the pool uh-huh. or the beach, and this is like Howler is very surf laid back mm-hmm. like chill dudes chill vibes. And everybody is in flip flops and sandals oh. with pants, jeans, shorts every day. But I, but I'm not. But I'm going to stand my ground on it. I'm not. You I'm, have to. I, yeah. You that's that's to. just what I believe. And and I, to each their own. Yes. Right. These guys, you want to wear flip flops? Go Fine. for it, man. Yeah. That's you know, you great. Yeah. Exactly. It's Whatever. it's totally personal choice. I'm just telling you from like a style perspective. If you're trying to be stylish, if you're not just you're laid back self don't give two shits you just want to catch some waves and and you know chill you know what i mean yes like like if this is important to you it's not the move it's and here's what's really not the move and again i would like to preface this by apologizing to anyone out there that is a big flip-flop boy (laughs) because it is very prevalent especially down here in yeah i mean we're so casual that it's it's just it's huge like if you find yourself considering a pair of flops while wearing pants (laughs) You need to reconsider. <laughs> yeah. You need to reconsider. All right. So the other piece of this sandal game right now is this is this is the strappier, bulky, bulkier sandal. And I like those. Suicoke. Yeah. Tiva is an OG. Uh huh. And I'm I'm in, I'm I'm in on this. Yes. What and and you might say, how can you be in on these and out on flip flops? And the difference to me is that. There's so much more you can do with these bulkier, strappy sandals. And like I just was saying about the the Adidas Donald Glover type stuff that didn't have enough heft for me, that kind of weighs into it as well. Flip-flops are so casual, are so light and, mm-hmm. and airy that they that they just kind of belong in beachy, airy in places, locales. Yeah. The bulkier sandal, it's it it says more. It has more heft. You can put more design into it. You can... There's more fabric. There's more fabric. The, you, the, your t- your feet are covered more than by a flip flop, and so there's just uh, so yeah. I'm like maybe it's a little bit hypocritical, but I'm but I like these bigger, strappier sandals. And again, I would say I'm, I'm there's certainly not something that I'm going to every single day, and I, I'm probably not, you know like, but for for summer, for a day when I you know I I want breathability for the mm-hmm, feet. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to wear flip flops out to you know out on South Congress to San Jose Hotel or, or or wherever I might end up. Like I'm I'm down with pairs of these. Yeah, I mean going to the pool or a beach with anything other than sandals is pretty hard to pull yeah. off because yeah. going is the easy part. Leaving after your feet are wet, there's sand everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's always a struggle yes. for yes. me because I can't pull off sandals, and there's multiple reasons. But the first reason is. I have the skinniest feet you've ever seen in your entire life. <laughs> it would be as if a white walker tried to put on like a strappy pair of sandals. <laughs> the straps, I'd have to like I have to like ratchet them down. There's there, there's just not much to work with on my foot. So I just pass all together. Okay. Well, Although I really like the um the options that are coming up with the straps. Okay. Now here we got we got a, we got a third piece of this now, uh-huh. and it's the it is basically the bulky Tiva Suicoke version of a slide. Uh-huh. Now, 
If you want to know what I'm talking about right this second, get on your phone and Google the Visfum Cristo. It is, it's essentially what it is, is like a take on a Japanese, like, wrap sandal. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's a slide, but it is a very bulky, strappy slide. And so it is, like, you, you typically see these worn with, like, some wool or some rag type socks. Yeah. Or some chunkier socks. And they don't show much of your feet, actually. Now I think I Suicoke is doing these. They're called like a ca- I think they're called the Suicoke Cab, and then the Visfum Cristo is obviously kind of the you know the goat here. But they are they are it comes with a Visfum price tag, unfortunately. But yeah. but some of this is cool. I like I kind of like these bigger, bulkier slides. This is a John Mayer staple. Oh, absolutely. And Phil, I think you could do a pair. I think you could do something like this because it it doesn't accentuate those. Those skinny feet of yours. <laughs> but here's the thing, and this is just me. I really am. I'm all out on socks with uh, slides. Okay, all right. So I'm you have not it. you've not come around on that. I, I haven't, and right. I, I've just seen so many kids scooting around with uh, socks and slides on, and it just never has looked good. However, I have seen one person pull it off very well, and his name's Barrett Dudley. Look him up. <laughs> But you, you see me the, do you see me do socks with slides? The gray socks with one of these sandals. Okay, all right, all right. And I liked it. Okay. Um, and these also give me like flashbacks of like, do you remember those Doc Martens when we were kids? Those Doc Martin sandals that were super leather strappy. I do. I had a pair of those. Yeah, of course. That's what these <laughs> remind me of. <laughs> Wait, the vi- the Visfums do? Uh, I'm looking at the the other ones. Okay. What are these? Okay. The the. Uh, these are the cabs. Yeah, 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 yeah. From Suco. Yeah. 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 So again, you know, this is uh, like uh, clubcoolpod.com. I'll have some links for you, some pictures so you can see this shit, but the the like the Tiva, the Outdoor Voices just did a collab with very Tiva, cool. which are very cool, very yeah. bright colored. Mm-hmm. The Depa V2 or the Depa Cab from Suco are awesome. Uh these are these are the best things for for summer. Honestly, the Visfum uh Cristo and the Suico, uh just regular cab, which is a slide sandal, they almost, because, like you're saying, because they m- kind of make more sense with socks, mm-hmm. it's kind of almost more of like a fall-winter slide. Because yeah. you put on some chunky socks, and then you slide into these, and you look like, you know... You look great. Badass sensei or something. Yeah. But... Don't go to the beach in socks But don't sandals. don't go to the beach in those. Definitely do not. Um, Yeah, man. Those are my thoughts on... That's my thoughts on sandals. Okay, good. Well, that's that's a good note because summer is um, when the sandals come out. They do. And they you do. You got to know what you're doing with those things. Yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, th- this is just these are one step away r- removed from like your Nike Benassi slides or your Adidas Adilets, and those are obviously much harder to kind of dress up and and pull off a fit with. Uh huh. But they're definitely, and and you know, I'm not like. I'm not trying to wear slides with no socks and like shorts because they that then that falls that then that goes too flip floppy yeah. for me. It's a slippery slope. But it, it, yeah, it, all of this is a pretty slippery slope. So I, I, I guess my one thing is just whatever you do, don't wear flip flops with baggy jeans. <laughs> that's it. That's that's that's, that's the golden rule. That's the cardinal sin. It absolutely is. Baggy jeans, flip flops with flip flops. That's the one thing. Don't you do it. Absolutely cannot do. And if you see it out in the wild, please capture it um, on your 
<laughs> phone and send it to us. All right, guys. Clubcoolpod.com for the links later. I'll let you know at clubcoolpod on Instagram when those are available. Patreon.com slash clubcool. Come join. $2 a month. Get involved in the community. It's going to be very, very cool, if you will. You can follow me at Barrett Dudley, Instagram and Twitter. Check out my other podcast, Oysters, Clams, and Cockles, if you're a Game of Thrones watcher. And you probably are, and you probably already know about the podcast, so go check it out. Phil, where can the peeps follow you? Uh, Instagram, um, P. Batag. All right. Well, that is just about going to wrap it up for us today here on the Club Cool Podcast. We will see you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.